Labyrinth. Come in. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to witness is no illusion. And now we got the bass banging from here to Buckingham Palace. They're all moving. Hello and welcome to This Is Brendan 78 with the Warmacks, Stephanie and Kurt. Two great dudes, great follows on social media. If you uh, literally want any motivation or any heads up on like endangered species or just adorable dog videos, like their Instagram stories are fucking great for that. Uh, and all of the links are in the description below. Uh, mostly because Stephanie has different accounts, so I can't remember them off the top of my head. But this was a great conversation about life in wrestling and then life post-wrestling. Because Kirk used to wrestle for a short period of time in the GOAT Brigade with Shane Sabre. So it's a fun little catch-up with them. And then we find out it's Kirk Warmack finished with wrestling. Stay tuned. Hey Simon, we're fucking them up, turning them cycles. Everybody rock, let's bring the house down To rubble and dust, cause we'll be fucking it up Somebody say you And also, if this is your first time listening to this podcast Cause you're a fan or a friend of Stephanie or Kirk Thank you, my name is Brendan Caulfield I'm currently 28, uh, we're in a pandemic So I am a pro wrestler, kind of But I have no bookings coming up and I haven't wrestled since November. And then before that, I've had three shows since March of 2020. So I don't know, but I'm a podcaster. I'm creating content. I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Brendan C. Uh, this podcast, actually, I forgot to mention it, was done over Instagram Live, which you could follow me at Holden Pro and at Brendan C on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, but at my Facebook, Brendan Caulfield is my personal account. Uh, follow me on YouTube, all the links, once again, down below. But yeah, I've, we're in a pandemic and I've been trying to figure out new ways to create content. I was doing a, I've done podcasts off and on for about 10, 10 years now, but uh, especially during the pandemic, I haven't realized how much of these conversations and these face-to-face -face meant. Uh, uh, there's a lot of podcasts being dropped, but I hope you find people that step up to you. Uh, I'm slowly trying to curate the descriptions a little better. There will be a website by the end of the year. Uh, new clip shows coming up, uh, but enjoy this. I will talk to you all. Well, I got one more. I got doing go. all nighters, no days off, great hairs and a little blow weight loss. I predict, I predict, I predict, I predict. Disturbing London got the whole city panicking. I've been Nostradamus this man. This Thursday, another Instagram live at Holden Pro with Captain Dirty Beard himself, Nathan Savage. He is a Twitcher. He is a commentator, he's a filmographer, he's a content creator. I believe he posted the, the, since November of last year, this has been his full-time job, and that's, that's fucking awesome. I can't wait to talk to him. Over on the Patreon, if you're on the meal tier, you'll get two exclusive events this month. This Thursday at 7 p.m. before 9, 15 p.m. with Nathan Savage, we're gonna rewatch Back Air Pro, season one, night two. You have Dick Tasty, Jimmy Buffet uh, and the Alex Scott, the Lost Property Brother, in a triple threat match. You have myself, Gringo XL, versus Barry Wire in a casket match for the Hardcore Championship. And you'll have the content, cre the creative mind behind 
Backyard Pro, Vaughn Vertigo. He will be live, Q&A, watch along. Uh, and he wrestles, not Stratosphere, but Jimmy Fortino. I forgot the name for a second there. I, I'm writing notes for all the upcoming episodes because if you're listening to this, tomorrow, episode 79 with Carew, episode 80 with Tomer Shalom on Instagram Live from back in January, and episode 81 this Tuesday, April 13th, Sexy Eddie, Puff, Pretty Ricky, Jimbo Jones, and myself all got in a Zoom call. Did we get naked? Find out soon. But on the Patreon, you'll get videos of this, and you'll get the ability to watch us record our mystery show, which is a live Patreon exclusive. Oh, sorry, hiccups. Patreon exclusive podcast every Friday. So I hope you join the Patreon for as low as seven dollars Canadian a month, up to seventy. You'll get early podcasts, and also I'm starting to do a daily vlog only for the meal team. Talk to you all very soon. Have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Stay safe, safe, healthy, have fun. I predict an earthquake up in here. Say yeah. I predict an earthquake up in here. Cause we throw bombs on it, throw bombs on it. Just smash something, yes, much for me. Hey, yes. Go live. That's fun. That's. So I guess now you can have four people on Instagram Live, so it's crazy, and then people have effects, which makes me feel like I'm tripping on drugs, which my nice Scooby Doo shirts. Hello, how's it going? Good. It's too tall for me. <laughs> What's up? Hello, it's the real Kirk Warmack here. <laughs> Just in case don't want to get you mixed up with the fake Kirk <laughs> I was so confused. I didn't realize how many accounts you had, Stephanie. So like when I was tagging, I need to like delete the story. <laughs> And then, like, go back and go, okay, who's the right one? It's, honestly, it's so annoying. Like, my what, my real one that I always post on is Shadow Band. So it's never the one that, like, pops up for people. Mm. And so, like, I was at his house and his brother's trying to tag me. And he's, um, he's like, I'm like, no, not that one. N- that, not that one either. <laughs> and then someone made, like, a fan page for me. And I'm like, not that one either. And he's like, how many accounts do you have? I'm like, three, but there's one that I use all the time. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Sorry. Could have been easy, just me, but whatever. <laughs> Hi! You, you guys actually, like, got married right before the pandemic, like, the summer before, right? Yeah. Well, but, we like, were supposed to get married the April of 2020. Yeah, yeah, it was like a surprise wedding kind of thing. Yeah. Well, we had people coming over. Um, well, we were doing a Jack and Jill. Yeah. And then I... I'm... I never wanted like a big wedding. I'm just mm-hmm. like the the thought of spending ten grand on people. I don't even really like that much coming. <laughs> Hell yeah! And like twenty grand for what a party? Nah. So <laughs> I bailed on the big wedding, and I said, "Why well, everyone's already coming over for the Jack and Jill? Let's just do it then." Yeah. So what? Two weeks early? Yeah. No, two weeks early. Like two weeks notice. Yeah, so I gave okay. I, <laughs> I gave people two weeks notice i was like oh by the way the jack and jill's now a wedding yeah so Brittany- i wanted people to know that it was still our wedding yeah you know gift, we gift wise. <laughs> okay fair point fair i know point. I'm, like, I'm a piece of shit but uh i was like you know what fucking coming i'm like mark wheeler in the chat said uh, vi- uh weddings are lame ha 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 but that's also because 
he went on, he went to a wedding with his girlfriend last year and he didn't know it was a wedding. So he was severely underdressed in all oh. like the photos. <laughs> sure. Well, when people, when I told people that it was a wedding, they're like, how do we dress? Yeah. I'm like, however you want. I, I call it my white trash wedding. <laughs> like dress how you want to dress. It's, I really just wanted to get drunk. Yeah. She was. And I was wasted. <laughs> but the person that was the most wasted the entire night was my dad. <laughs> okay. Well, no. Are you his only daughter? I am his only daughter. <laughs> that makes sense then. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah I think she was, yeah, you definitely were drunk for the nuptials. So <laughs> I, I don't even know if it counted, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> <laughs> and Triple H Stephanie, it counts. It counts. Yeah. Ah, yes. <laughs> True. Good point. Sean Gibson says weddings are so good. He's had three. I didn't even know he had three. I only knew about two. God. I so, almost, this was almost my second. second. Yeah, maybe. I was previously engaged. Okay. Um, but I didn't like him. So. I'd say you've had, yeah, 0. 0.5 weddings. 0. 0.5. <laughs> I'll call it. Because that really wasn't a wedding, but it was dope as shit. So. Yeah. Or it ended up being like the perfect day. And then. She was sober for the vows. I made sure of it. Mackenzie, I kind of was when you left the room. She was in charge of making sure. Cause I said, I'm going, I need to be drunk to walk down the aisle. I cannot have the attention on me. It freaked me out. And every time I go to take a shot, my friend Mackenzie, my best friend Mackenzie would come in and grab it out of my hand and then I'd be like shot somewhere else. So if I, I'm going to ask then if you're a shy person to walk down like the wedding where literally all the attention is supposed to be on you. And then like, Kirk, I know like you're weird with your anxieties and stuff, but like you've been a pro wrestler. So you've fake fighted in underwear pretty much. Like how, how did this translate into, cause I haven't seen your OnlyFans. I just know it exists. How yeah. are you shy there? But like, I understand the privacy of doing it yourself and just like sending it into the cloud. Like, is there a difference for you on that aspect? For only, I feel that people on my OnlyFans are way more like supportive than people in real life. Financially, for sure. You you have proof that they're supportive. For sure. And it's just like, they don't care if I look a little fat or I'm having a bad hair or I'm not wearing makeup where it's like when I'm walking, like when I walked, when we got married, I was 52 pounds heavier. And so it's like, I knew that the girls, like, family, friends, and stuff People like that. People are going to be catty. Like, she looks a little fat, or, like, her hair or her makeup's off. And I just, like, I just knew that was going to be, like, a thing. And uh, I mean, and I, and... Women are always catty. Women are always catty. <laughs> um, but it was just, like, I, you hear it where it's, like, oh, I went to this wedding, and, like, it was like not an open bar and like how dare they and like stuff mm -hmm. like that and i didn't want my wedding to be compared to others even though it was going to be um but only fans i just find they just don't care you know they're just so supportive and like yeah. even if i need like a mental health day like i took a week off and they still were like tipping me they're like go buy flowers or go buy some chocolates like they're just it's so different <laughs> okay how how do you feel about and also like how recent has that been was that started after the pandemic started my only fans yeah e no it was no? it was october of 2019 oh like right before right before 
Yeah. So you were a happily, were you a happily married woman at that time or just a married woman? I was a happily married woman. <laughs> How did that, so like my girlfriend has an OnlyFans because she's like an alternative uh, goth kind of girl. So she has that. But I think it was like Bella Thorne fucked up like the pay rates and stuff. So like you can't just pick whatever. And yeah. so she's at like 50 a month. And then she also lacks the commitment of constantly putting content there. So I... I know on the other side that OnlyFans will apparently email you if you're not using it enough. I haven't had that issue. <laughs> um, you're smart well, about it. You're smart about it. Well, I just like, it's, I don't think people understand that it's like exhausting to do this all the time. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's like, there's just days where I'm like, I don't want to do it. And so I just kind of like, will type in the thing being like hey i just need a couple days off because i still work a full-time job <laughs> that's crazy and so i'm like i just need a night or a night or two and i'll be back and then they're just like cool like see you then but to piggyback on her yeah. on just even only fair on instagram to always be posting or yeah, yeah I do. every week yeah. you gotta do this shit it's exhausting yeah right? yeah so it's like i think it's regardless of like con constantly putting out content Mm -hmm. gonna be exhausting yeah. so uh it's good that these people are good about it <laughs> so how did you okay. feel as uh as a spouse though about stephanie starting it i'm great it's like i'm just gonna i'm great now i to be honest my memory is shit so it's <laughs> like i don't even know how i was at the he, start of it's it it's like i don't do anything without kind of like consulting with him mm-hmm and just out of respect yeah. and i think at first it was like i don't get it like what is it type thing and yeah. then when i brought Steph as a queen thanks <laughs> um but then when i was like hey look this is what i made this week yeah it's kind of like i need that <laughs> supportive <laughs> yeah I, i'm definitely even just to like go back on our relationship i'm oh. a completely different individual than when we first started dating okay um, um it i was, was so worst. she's technically like my second girlfriend ever okay like i've had like hookups or whatever but yeah. as far as like serious girlfriend and not even serious i had the other one for like two months and then a couple months later i met her and yeah so it's like that was my I, technically my first time being in love was with her so i was like completely insecure uh i didn't know how to handle a relationship by any means so I've just grown as a person and I feel like this is just since I've always been growing mm -hmm. to adapt to her doing OnlyFans I'm just like it is what it is I trust okay. her whatever and it's like like she said she keeps me kind of in the know so <laughs> it helps right she's not hiding anything from me no I think it would be different if I like did it and didn't tell her yeah, and I discovered then, it yeah. later because I was just like I my main thing is I was like if he, because I'm like, I want, if he wanted to go back into wrestling, I didn't want their, like, people being like, hey, um, she does OnlyFans and him be like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to tell him, I should show him, like, this is what I, or tell him what I'm going to do. And I mean, he's very supportive. So going to when you guys first started dating, because uh, Brett's godlike in the chat does say, he remembers Steph as a nurse for Death Proof. Uh, and it was a second event where literally when I, cause I now know you guys, uh, you as a person and as a friend will like just randomly DM or reply to each other's yeah. Instagram stories. And before when I did, cause like I knew Kirk through wrestling and then 
uh, it was Saber mentioned, oh, yeah, he's dating Steph. And I was like, I don't know who that is. And it's like, oh, yeah, that nurse one time. I was like, so yeah. how did you guys find, because I want to go into both of your fandoms as wrestling from being kids, but, like, how did you guys find each other? And then I'm also a believer in don't shit where you eat. So if someone says they're a wrestling fan or they've gone and seen me wrestle, it's immediately a turnoff for me that I'm just like, Whoops. nope, business pleasure. <laughs> so how did this first meet and then develop into this beautiful marriage? Oh, for sure. Uh, it started off Instagram. <laughs> well, those, I don't know who liked to. No, so I, I remember going to Death Proof because Vander, I worked with at EV Games. Okay. And so we talked wrestling. I will get into it, but I've been a wrestling fan literally my entire life because my parents are wrestling fans and my mm. brother, who's older, is a wrestling fan. Um, and Vander's like, you should come out to like wrestle, like to death proof, like it's fun. And I was like, yeah. okay, I'm down. So we drove down and then I joked with Vander because I saw Kirk. I'm a big arm person. <laughs> like if you got big arms, I'm, that's my weakness. And I joked with Vander being like, that's going to be my, I'm going to marry this guy. <laughs> like, I'm going to marry him. And then Vander's like, do you want me to go see if he's single? And I was like, no, because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. Um, and then my ex and I broke up and then I was sad. So first off, that was in March. This is created a time where No, that was in January. Holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I had no idea. Like, had I no know idea now, but I had no idea there's some girl in the audience. Yeah. Um, Claiming to be my future wife. So, so then in June, I was going to Death Proof and I went to Death Proof with a couple of my friends. Or in between that, sorry, in between that, I saw a guy flexing on Instagram and I was like, yes, I'm going to like that picture. It was like on my like explore page. Okay. So then he followed me. So then I followed him back. And then I was with Vander, we were driving to Death Proof, and I'm just like, who's all gonna be there? And he's just like, the Goat Brigade. I'm like, I don't know who that is. He's like, Kirk Warmack and Shane Saber. I'm like, I don't know who those are. <laughs> and he's going, I'm like, I don't know. And then he went in the ring at the beginning, and I'm like, that's the guy off my Instagram. <laughs> so then at like intermission, oh, well, during his match, I texted, <laughs> I took a picture of him and like DM'd it to him. And um, I still have those pictures. Yes, you can, because I would like to see those pictures. Um, but I DM'd him a picture. And I thought in my brain, like, I thought that I put good game. Okay. And I'm like, that's wrong. And I don't want him to think I'm an idiot. An idiot. <laughs> so then I saw him and Saber sitting. And I was like, to my, fr my best friend, Tyler, I was like, should I, should I just go up to him and be like, hey? And Tyler's like, yeah, but like, you gotta have like a wicked pickup line. <laughs> so I was sitting there, I'm like, okay, what can I say? What can I say? And then I'm like, I'm just gonna go do it. So I went up to him, and I'm like, I follow you on Instagram. And then he's just like, okay. And I was like, good match. He's like, thanks. I'm like, okay. He's not into it. Like, we're not vibing. I feel like Saber started yelling at you immediately, Kurt. <laughs> so then I went outside. <laughs> I went outside and there, everyone's like, what do you say? What do you say? I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's either gay or he's in a relationship. Because <laughs> we just weren't, like, I was not getting any flirtatious vibe from him at all. It's like, 
I remember it's gonna it's literally so stupid to say, but I don't remember the conversation. I know not memorable. No, no, no. I am but we joke like that. We so joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone sees that, like, oh poor Kirk's an abusive asshole. Anyway, <laughs> yes. We have the same sense of humor. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. Um <laughs> but I don't remember the conversation because it's like I remember at the merch table and I, I, had my I know boobs out though too. I'm like she had a low so. cut top one. Yeah. And I remember her approaching me and then I don't remember the conversation. She walked away and then Saber, like you said, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, you know, dude, she was totally hitting on you. And it's just like I was like, no, she wasn't. It's like I it's I don't remember the conversation. I don't remember so it's like I can't even verify whether she was hitting on me because I don't know the words that were said exchanged at all. Yeah. So anyway, um, he's just like, so she's totally hitting on you. I'm like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? And I think it passed, like, obviously through an intermission, we're selling merch and then it kept yeah. coming up. I think he told, like, Ter- like, I remember, like, someone came over, he told, like, Tarek or something. That's yeah. Like, no, hit on me. Nope. I can't confirm or deny. No. So, um, <laughs> and for some reason, I didn't even check my DMs till uh later on i think the show was like over then like intermission went i like being in the back room with the boys and shit so i didn't even like check my dms or anything um and then yeah i think by the time i got home which usually shows you know you get home at like two in the morning or something like that so it's like death proof yeah so it's just like i didn't get home till very late but uh then I like obviously ret- I saw in my DMs. Yeah, you know, we followed each other, so I would have got it like directly. Yeah, I'm like it could have been hidden in the fucking requested, right? Ugh. But um, I think she was out in McDonald's on the way home. I was, and she was waiting to get a response from me. Nothing. And because of death through, you know, or because yeah. of any stuff. But I remember Vander being like, "Wait, give it till tomorrow." Like he's probably packing, driving. Like he's got places to go, and I was like, "Okay." And then, I and then the people that know Kirk were just like, he's a little slow. Give him a minute. Let him let the engine warm up. Yes. Yeah. I was tucked in the bed and then I'm you know, <laughs> going through your phone. And then, yeah, I finally yeah. returned it. And uh, But I know that I remember him saying, like, are you a wrestler? And mm-hmm. I was like, no. And he explained. He's like, because I don't fit. Like, if you're involved into, like, the wrestling stuff, I don't think we could date. Kirk, so uh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna like cut you. Off. Yeah, I'm gonna cut you off for one second. Sure. You, you, Kurt, you're saying a lot of stuff that's very much on the same brain length as me. Where it's like literally my girlfriend right now, the first girlfriend I've ever properly had in my life. But that's also oh. wrestling was so fucking heavy for me for the past my whole twenties, pretty much that I didn't have time to have a relationship. I can go on a coffee date for a half an hour on a Thursday at two thirty, but apparently. If you say I can meet up with you in three weeks, doesn't make a good relationship. So everything yeah. that you're saying here, especially the not realizing an attractive girl is hitting on you, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I've I've had those doubts before of just like, oh, I'm just nice or I'm saying hi to people. It's like, oh, you know, you could have like got further. And I'm like, why didn't you slap me in the face and throw <laughs> like water at me and tell me I needed Rich. someone else, I needed that saber to be there to do that. Yeah. So I totally am on the vibe of all that. So how did it start developing into a relationship? 
Well, I we just kind of talked for a while and then DMs. DMs, and I mean, we lived an hour and twenty minutes. Up we're not going to say cities. Part. We're not going to say cities because I know there's people in my. <laughs> yep, smart, yeah. smart. You know, um, and I just well, I do, and I remember him being like, "If you're in the wrestling like thing, I can't. I don't want to get involved with like another wrestler." And I understood that, and I was like, "Cause he, he I, he knew that we met at Death Brew, so it's like, mm -hmm. what were you doing there, type thing." And I was just like, no, I'm not. I just like watching it. And then I was just like, hey, you want to come to my house for a night? And, um, <laughs> but no, what I, because I'm going to say it, we made plan. My biggest pet peeve is people being late. And mm -hmm. he was like eight hours late. Wait, that's a half a day. That's like a quarter of a day. That's, it was the, brutal. Like, oh, I think. Obviously, I have an explanation. I'm not just yeah, like, oh, uh, keep her waiting here. Also, just hi to people who are saying hi to me in the chat. Okay. Hi. No one said hi to me. Oh, hello, sir. No. Uh, yeah, it's for me, too. Okay, cool. Um, so, I had plans in the morning with family to go to a winery. Just, I don't even know what the fuck the reason was. I don't drink wine, but whatever. It was like a family get-together okay. bullshit breakfast at a nice uh, place. So, we were there. And I got a text from Kingdom, maybe. <laughs> you sure it wasn't a phone call? <laughs> no, or it was like a it was something. It was either Kingdom Save or something. Yeah, they're like they mentioned something, or I even just saw. I had the wrong date for Julian's wedding. Ah, okay. So, so you had a wedding to go to. <laughs> so I was at so I, I was at this breakfast or whatever the fuck you want to call it lunch yeah. brunch thing. <laughs> and I had, uh, I got all these messages like, are you coming? Are you heading over soon? I'm like, excuse me? They're like, it's Julian's wedding today. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's next week. And everyone's like, no, like I'm getting verifying messages from everyone. Yeah. So I'm just like, holy shit. So I think I cut the breakfast short, but it's like, I don't have the proper clothing. Speaking of Mark Wheeler, I don't have the proper attire. So I'm like, <laughs> I had to drive half an hour back. It is such an incredibly stressful day because it's just like, and then I have to like, I've never met her, like I've met her in person, but I don't even remember this yeah. interaction. And this is only after like three weeks of meeting and I really do like her through what I can see. And it's mm -hmm. like, I drive home, cool. I drive home, I pick up my, I get some sort of clothing that's appropriate for a wedding together. Um, and then I'm, I'm messaging her. I'm going to be a little late but now. But then I'm like, he's like, I have a wedding. And I'm like, well, that those could go all night. I'm like, just, we can plan another day. He's like, no, I'll be there. I should fucking plan another day. Because <laughs> uh, it's like, I do feel bad for Julie. Because it's just like, then I, then I yeah. obviously drive to the wedding. I miss yeah. the wedding, the ceremony. So I get there as everyone's pulling into like the, what do you call it? Like after the reception. So it's like, I see people falling into the reception. I meet them in the hall as everyone's like heading in. So I miss the ceremony. I already feel like a goddamn dick. And it's like, I'm very blessed that Julian invited me to his wedding. Yeah. It's like, I just feel like crushed that I like missed yes. that. Like, I like, <sighs> so that sucked. I felt bad. Apologized to him. Got shit together. Then obviously we sit down. He had a pretty large wedding. So there's yeah. courses of food. <laughs> And I kept messaging him, like, okay, just after this meal, like, I'm coming. But it's things just took a while, and it's no one's fault. 
but uh, it just kept messaging her like, okay, like I'm planning like the perfect, it's going to be an hour till I get there. And it just, things just kept adding up. And I didn't want to be that dick that like missed the ceremony and then leaves the reception early. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's only a limited amount of people that can come to a wedding. And I was one of the lucky ones, even though it was a big wedding. So uh, it was just balancing, trying to get out of there at a convenient time. And I still got shit for it from everyone, obviously. Yep. Um, yeah. And like people like going just for some girl. I'm like, ah, fuck. Like hopefully, and it's like it worked out. So it worked out. Fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kept her waiting, and I showed up. Fucking. Ah, sucked. But then it's like, as a girl, I was like, okay, he's coming down. I want to plan this like really cute like first kiss. And literally, as soon as I like open, he's like, oh, I'm here because I have dogs and give me a heads up because they'll go bananas yeah he's like here i open the door and he just goes in for a kiss i'm like hey cool took my first laid it on from me because i knew being like somewhat of a shy guy shy guy um if i didn't go for it then it would have been like progress 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 and like i mean not done at all (laughs) weekend or whatever the fuck so I'm, i'm gonna get out of the way also, like, so I I have a very similar story to meeting up with a girl that I met in my DMs where uh, she lived in Keswick at the time. Oof. And uh, we were, like, chatting, whatever. And then when I was going to meet up with her on the Saturday, my car just had a weird issue, so I took it to the mechanics. And then it took literally, like, I was supposed to meet up with her for sushi at, like, 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to, I didn't get there until like six or seven. And then there was like a tornado involved too. Oh. And moral of the story is I got a hand job in a cemetery, but like everything else, like it was a messy day. It was a messy day. So I mean, I'm, I love that. A messy day. Is that what you're going to fucking, day. you're going to use that terminology after throwing that at me. Well, I, I would say, like, it was the first time I ever had blue balls in my life. Like, I, I thought I had cancer. I went into the Tim Horns across from no. the cemetery, and I was just like, why do my balls hurt? And I literally am just like, maybe I have to pee. I don't have to pee. There's, a there's like, a coffee cup there, and I was like, Ooh. well, maybe. And then it just, like, I think I punched a hole through the bottom of the coffee cup. It was like, well, not with liquids and not my, my actual face. Okay. <laughs> so... And that just led to uh, a very weird night that I, I do not talk to that girl anymore, but I, I, I wish her the best in her future life. <laughs> um, in her future endeavors. If you're yes. watching in my live, he is sorry. I, I was going to ask, what's the dog's name? Because you guys post so many photos of your dogs and they're adorable. This is Rocky. Read the fucking caption. No. <laughs> no, okay. Um, Rocky and then I have Coco over to my left. But she's, I'll leave her laying down and being a good girl right now. Rocky just uh, has to get involved. So, but yeah, he's named after Rocky Balboa. Makes sense. Makes sense. Instead of Maya Villa. Okay. Oh yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I never even thought of that. I've been that. I've been watching Young Rock, so I'm seeing like Rocky Johnson and stuff. Okay. How's uh, that? It's a fun show, but turn off like your like wrestling brain of your head where. The Roddy Piper guy looked like pretty decent. The Ric Flair dude looked like shit. Did not look like Flair at all. Yeah. Like his uh, so, dad looks good. Yeah, his dad looks great. The main cast in the first episode where they had the Samoans, Andre, 
and like all of them they looked fun and then the second episode they have rocky Rem rocky johnson reminiscing about facing flair and this flair besides the hair none of the body looks right and then the piper looked amazing so but you guys are also you're like the fans of like 80s early 90s wwf wrestling where I wasn't a big guy. I'm literally going through 1992 WCW and WWF right now. So, like, did you guys bond on that? And how did you, when you were younger, you said it was your parents. I know, Kirk, like, you and your brother are pretty close. Is it just, like, turning on the channels and seeing Saturday morning and going, ooh. Is that for me? For both I'm of you. Sorry. I, I, I was, like, I was reading because someone said, how are you? And I was like, hey. Um, I was reading. Ignore me. Well, <laughs> We are both, like, we're five years apart, so we definitely have different, like, she, to be honest, she's been a wrestling fan, like, I'm going to speak for you, but, like, definitely <laughs> correct, no, no, but I mean, like, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Hi, Jamie. Um, but. You're born in 93, so it's, like, she's been a fan of it, but, mm. like, you don't know the Attitude Era, like, crazy. No, I, like, you didn't like, live I do, through the Attitude Era, like, myself. Yeah, right? no. Hey, I'm 92, and that was, like, my, like, shit for the Attitude Era. So I understand finding it later, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my, like, I've posted on, on my stories and on my other, like, my more personal one where I post, like, my real life to people I know. But, like, my parents went to WCW in Vegas. Mm. And, like, my dad, my parents were very into it. And then my brother is five years older than me. My age. <laughs> Him and my brother are five days apart. Wow. So it's cool. <laughs> cool fun fact. It's a fun Not fact. Fun. fun fact. <laughs> fun weird fact. Um, um, and then my brother was like very into it. Mm -hmm. Like very into it to the point where Undertaker, my brother was a huge Ultimate Warrior fan, like huge. Okay. And Undertaker and him had like a buried alive match, and Undertaker buried him, and my brother. I cried and went to my mom and was like what do i do now like he's dead and was my mom was like there's there's that point where it's like do you tell this little kid that it's not real yeah. and ruin it for him or do you kind of just be like oh that's shitty he's dead but stay tuned because you may come back yeah <laughs> it was that awkward thing and then when i was born i just did any i might i idolized my brother so i just did anything he wanted to do, I got into wrestling and my brother was starting to get out of it. Okay. And then I got into it and I'm still into it. You fell out. Because, I fell out. As like a normal got, girl would. Well, going to I got school. a job and I went to college and stuff and I just couldn't keep up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wait, wrestling's not real. What is that? Uh, that's um, also safety, Travis. There, he did say that he met uh, Kirk watching an A One show once. We were watching. No, that was. A that's different. a different person. Yes. Yeah, literally. Yeah, he's the brain. We were watching when Uncle Buck. Yes. There's now two stories of I met or I saw Kirk because he was watching A One. Yeah. Can't keep me away. That was a long one, but do you remember? Uh, I do remember. Ashton? I'm trying not to. Because yeah. they put where yep, I used yep, to work. Yep. So I'm trying, like, to not because I don't want people finding me. I don't work there anymore. See, I, I, <laughs> I would bring up, though, because, like, falling out of uh, being a wrestling fan, I, 
I don't really say it's like, oh, like a normal, typical girl thing. I literally didn't know girls could be nerds until like two years ago. I keep having this, like my, my understanding of that is like, me and Alexia Nicole became better friends. We're going to movies and like movie groups. I see how much she fucking loves Pokemon and like other nerd shit. And then I, I started like reflecting back. I'm like, okay, <laughs> when I was like 12, 14 and I'm into Yu-Gi-Oh and this stuff, or like I'm learning magic tricks. What did I think girls just did? Did I think that they just like combed their hair and just like what's looking cute and pretty like their hobby as opposed to, no, they're watching the zone. They're watching the same shit I'm watching, but I, just, I, I the person in the comment, you don't need to be sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I, uh, I, I do think though that like wrestling's the one thing that whenever, like, especially as Kirk, like when you were wrestling full time and you just happened to mention it or like a coworker would see something you post and go, oh shit, you did that. Everyone has some sort of fandom wrestling story. Hundred fucking percent. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I'm not Why? a fan now. And then they'll mention something that's currently a storyline on Monday. And it's that weird thing of people fall out of love with wrestling because wrestling never stops. It keeps going, keeps going, yeah. and then you hope to be brought back. That's why people watch like gift pages or a random Sami Zayn, Kota Ibushi at Shikara gif will go buck wild on Facebook and Twitter just because. People are like, oh, wrestling can be cool, but they they just don't latch on to the full thing. So, like, falling out of it, I understand. Uh, Kurt, being that... Because also, uh, when you were mentioning, me and you are about the same age, Seth, and Pretty Ricky's the same age as us. But he loves the 80s because of his older brother, and that's the stuff yeah. where I'm like, bro, you weren't alive for this. Why is, like, Hogan yeah. your dude? It doesn't make sense. Uh, was Hogan your guy, uh, Kurt? No, it's going to be weird because my parents, like, I, I, my only, my start to wrestling, like, watching was 98, which is, like, I was 10 years old. Mm. For some reason, for 10 years, wrestling eluded me. Uh, I don't know why. It's just, like, no one in my household watched it, so it yeah. just, like, never came up, right? And uh, one day, I remember WCW Saturday Night was on. And uh, my brother was watching, and I, like, just sort of rejoined him. He's two years younger than me. Uh, but he was watching, and it's going to sound kind of stupid, but uh, Disco Inferno was on. Okay, we all have our stories. <laughs> it's like, I have nothing. Like, I like him, cool gimmick, uh, um, funny, you know, not yeah. his gimmick, but dope song, like, everything. But for whatever reason, so he was my first uh, ever match of watching. Um so yeah, 98 is like when I first got into it. So Hulk Hogan was not my guy. Okay. Hollywood, uh, I did enjoy him, but uh, yeah. I liked Savage more because I was like, that was 98. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, my guy. But were you a WCW guy more than a WWF guy? I watched them both, but yeah, WCW, I was way more. I guess probably from my introduction to them, I just kind of like stayed loyal. I stayed loyal. It's 2001. Yeah, you got it's three wild. years. You got three years. No, but I mean, like, how trash it was. Like, I stayed oh, okay. loyal to, like, those years after that. I but, never uh, fully understood how Canadians became WCW fans because, like, WWF, like, Toronto is more of a WWF territory. Yeah. And I remember my only experience with WCW is A, I really had a couple action figures, and then I had bed sheets. <laughs> that had like DDP on it and Sting and Goldberg. And like, I kind of knew these names, but I had no idea what outside of 
A&E biographies. And that's what leads to me having like a weird nostalgia to Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan because Andre died and he died a WWF guy. So Vince was loyal to him that anytime bringing up WrestleMania and the A&E biographies, it's like, we don't mention our competition, mention Andre, mention Andre. And Hogan just happened to be there. I'm like, okay. And it wasn't until literally I was at a blockbuster in Brampton that Davy Boy Smith, <laughs> uh, British Bulldog was signing autographs and someone in line just said, oh yeah, there's like a WCW show tonight. I think it was Nitro was at the ACC. And I was just like, how did, how is there a wrestling, like a pretty big wrestling event coming to Toronto? And I didn't know about, I also didn't watch Nitro or anything on TV. It was this weird, bizarro world until the invasion sure. started. Yeah. I also have the worst vision, so if you see me going like this, it's <laughs> to read the comments. You're also trying to stare into what I assume is probably like your ring light or something too, so you're trying to like avoid that yeah. to look at to look at the screen. I totally understand that. Well, we have so, the phone like in the middle of the ring light, so yeah. it's like perfect. Uh, so Kurt, Speaking what? Speaking of nerdy, yeah, I got a please. Call of Duty tattoo. Okay, I was gonna ask about your your tattoos because like I thought it was like a Zelda thing originally. <laughs> So explain them. You you just kind of showed it. I, this is oh, a genuine yeah. question I have every time I see like an Instagram story. So I was like, at one point, I was like the only per girl I ever knew to play Call of Duty. I was like, it consumed my actual life. Okay. I really like the zombie mode. And so these are perks that you can buy to like help you stay alive. Mm. <laughs> They're very nerdy. And but. what's the bigger piece? Wizard of Oz. Okay. Because it's my favorite movie. Oh, <laughs> there we go. And then I got Hogwarts Skyline, New York Skyline, Vegas Skyline. Got my dog. Got Lacey Evans' signature. Because I'm a how, how did you get that hookup of doing her makeup? It's such a weird, like, it's, it's so cool. Um, so I love... So this is, I don't mean this to sound like hockey or anything, but <laughs> WWE shop reached out to me and him to be merch models. Yeah. So they sent us shirts mm -hmm. and we would have to promote them on our Instagram. It's like and ambassador influence kind of yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they would send us stuff and I wanted a lacy shirt and I wanted, I fell in love with her. I love like the pinup aesthetic mm -hmm. and when she was in the Mae Young Classic I was obsessed with her I was obsessed with her background story and I just became a fan and then I didn't have a shirt at the time of her because they didn't have one mm -hmm. and so I bought like a tank top that has the American flag on it and I did my makeup how she did it and I kind of did like Rosie the Riveter like this kind of like pose okay and I used my finger to prop up my so look like I have more muscle <laughs> <laughs> um but I did that and she ended up liking the picture, commenting on it and then following me. And I was like, this is crazy. And then she would always comment like, you should do my makeup, you should do my makeup. And then when WWE like live was in Toronto, cause I will say Toronto cause that's very basic. <laughs> um, I messaged her cause I like, we just like now we just talk as like friends. like she'll reply to my stories or she'll just be like, Hey, like, how's it going? And we'll just yeah. have full on conversations. We'll talk about our match. 
Um, and, but at that time I hadn't met her yet. And so I was just like, do you have a meet and greet? Cause I would, I'll pay to come and say hi. Yeah. And then she's like, I'll do you one better. Why don't you do my makeup? <laughs> and I was like, yes. And then I was like, holy F, what did I just get myself into? <laughs> <laughs> because I was like freaking out. Cause I'm like, what if she hates it? What it like, I know how to do my own because i know my eyes i know my skin yeah. color i was gonna ask you like have you ever done anyone else's makeup besides your own mm, Lacey's. <laughs> um <laughs> i did my mom's but like she looked like a dead body after because <laughs> she's she's darker like complexion um but not really because i i don't have enough trust in myself yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I'm very, like, my brain tells me, like, you're not good enough a lot of mm -hmm. the time. Um, and so I was messaging her. And then I worked that weekend. So I, like, pleaded with my boss. and please, like, I'll do anything. He was like, just obviously you can have it off. Yeah. Um, and then we met up with her. And we went backstage. And it was the weirdest thing because she was like oh we'll go into the female locker room she was like you can use my makeup so i don't have to go out and like buy things to match mm. her complexion and i was like sure and then i did her makeup we chatted we took selfies and then it was like weird because then like carmella was like changing this <laughs> like beside me and i'm like trying to play it cool but also like holy hell this is happening <laughs> and then we were done and I was trying not to look, but <laughs> I was peeking. <laughs> but it was so weird because then when Lacey's like, oh, we're done. Like, let's go see, like, where the boys are. And I, like, walk. Just to clarify, she travels with her husband. Yeah, her husband and her, and her, and her, and her daughter. daughter. Okay. So she kind of left me in, like, with her husband. In okay. the, like, uh, catering. In, it's, like, alive, so it's not, like, a huge thing, but in the yeah. catering area. Um but then I like walk and they're like there's Kirk watching football with like Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt and <laughs> Roman Reigns and I'm like yeah. this this is weird. <laughs> yeah. Like this is so weird. And then I'm like to be on to be a fly in the wall. Like seeing Kirk like talking with there was these No people. conversation by but the way. I, but again, I don't know football. but it was yeah. weird seeing him with all these like guys, you know. Well, what helped was Lacey's True. like, we're going to go do our makeup. Yeah. I'll leave you you guys in here. So as we walked in, because it's in Toronto, Jimmy Corderas was backstage oh, okay. with Charles True. Robinson. So I walked backstage, and Jimmy's like, hey. And I'm just like, hey, man. So it's it just created that immediately. Like, yeah. Good report. Okay. Like, it's not no, as weird that this guy's backstage right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he's obviously talking to Charles Robinson, like, they're catching up because he's in Toronto, Charles is always on the road, so it's like, catch up, ref buddies or whatever. And then uh, they had to go, like, set some stuff up, so Jimmy just joined him. But at least just... I it wasn't like you're some weirdo I didn't back feel, there. Yeah, it was like, at least yeah. someone, everyone saw, everyone saw that, right? I know someone here. Like, yes, Lacey <laughs> Don't was, kick me out. Don't kick me out. I'm Lacey not lost. was dropping me off, like, yeah. technically on their way to the makeup area, yeah. but it's like, I have, like, this big Entr yeah. entrance um but yeah and then eventually i was just catching like meeting her husband and then yeah. uh, college football was on and it was just like i just sat there i'm not gonna be i do not want to be one of those guys that like takes advantage of the fact that i'm yeah. backstage yeah 
You know what I mean? Plus, being a wrestler, or I'd never wanted to be the guy that was uh, awestruck by other wrestlers. I like I yeah. always wanted to keep people on the same level. Yeah. Like I'm a wrestler, they're a wrestler. I shouldn't treat them like holy shit. Yeah. Right. We're all dudes. I always We're try to dudes. keep that about me. Like yeah. even when people come to indie yeah. shows, when I was on the card, I never wanted to go suck their ass. No. So. Um, but even like when we were like, it was just Lacey and I, and we were just chatting and doing stuff. And I was just like, she, I asked her like how she got into wrestling and stuff like that. And uh, I was like, oh yeah, like Kirk's the wrestler. And she's like, is he? I was like, yeah. And she's just like, get, tell him to give me pointers. Like tell him to watch him out. So we, and it's crazy because like the Royal Rumble was like the next pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about gear and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, your Money in the Bank gear that you did last, like the previous Money in the Bank, where she, it was green and she had the money guns. I'm like, it's my favorite gear, all time favorite. And she's just like, I should wear it for the Rumble. I'm like, you should. And then she wore it, <laughs> the Rumble match. I was like, yeah. But she'll, she, after a match, she would DM me and be like, did you guys watch? Like, what does Kirk think? Like, what can I improve? Yeah. And it's like weird. It's just, it's such a weird, like, Thing. And then I became, I don't know, and then I became friends with, like, Natty through makeup. And British mm-hmm. Bulldog's daughter is, like, a really good friend. It's so weird. Sure. <laughs> Georgia. I'm like, <laughs> But I didn't know. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's, it's, it's weird, but it's, like, cool weird. Yeah. Right? Sure. It's, like, it's that, like, pinch yourself. What, like, you're just talking, like, because everyone is normal people. But yeah. it's still, like. How the, f- where did that boundary of fan to friend come in where right. it's and natural? I, yeah. And it's like, it's like weird. Cause like, I do find like Lacey as like a f- friend yeah. now. Cause we talk all the time. So it's like, when I see people like shitting on her online, I just like feel like I need to be like, fuck you. That's my friend. But then I'm like, I can't. Cause like, people so are fans and- toxic as fuck. Bro, bro. And so you mentioned that and uh so all the shit that happened last week there's one dude from out west okay he's trying to troll everyone that voiced any opinion and trying to go through their twitter and go like well you shared this thing about edge you shared this thing about rick flair and he's going through all these fucking people (laughs) and all i can look at is he follows 105 people he has six followers i i tweeted out what i tweeted out about like there is keeping stuff private, but when there's a track record or something and victims don't know about each other, that's when it needs to go. Because when sure. someone's a piece of shit, especially in wrestling, it's just an open secret of, oh, that dude's a right. piece of shit. Where it's like, it just needs one person to open those floodgates. And now everyone just goes, oh yeah, this one time I thought it was just a joke. It's like, no, that's his mentality. And I had a full conversation with this guy because I retweeted Pat LaProd mentioning Sorry, I'm just uh, trying to plug my phone in, so it's going to be... No worries. <laughs> no worries. Uh, there was uh, the Ring Boy scandal in the early 90s, and Pat Patterson yeah. wasn't named in it, and he wasn't guilty about anything. And Pat LaProd, who's a writer from Quebec, he mentioned people need to stop dragging uh, Pat Patterson's name through it. And I retweeted that, like, four weeks ago, and you needed to scroll through my Twitter to find this. So I at least, like, even I'm going through my Twitter, I'm like, oh, you need to refresh this a few times to find this. And I private message him. I'm just like, here's an article which literally says, and now my cat's attacking something. Uh, uh, Here's an article. He's like, (laughs) 
he's like, oh, well, whatever you can. I'm like, but if the, if the quote unquote victim in this incident is okay with it, you can't just put in words or try to say they were in the wrong or whatever. Yeah. And we had a back and forth and just described him like, okay, never mind. This person saw the point. And then I randomly, cause he's still in like my DM thing of people I've messaged. I just clicked his profile. I'm like, I'm bored. Let me see tweets I and replies. I love doing that. Yeah. I and I'm just like people. tweets and replies and he's tagging people. And one of his recent tweets was, oh, maybe Ontario would be better if there was a authority like Ken Hayashi or whatever his name was. And then tag like Crossbody, Alpha One, Super Kicked, Barry Wrestling, Alexia Nicole randomly. Like literally it's all these promotions and then like two wrestlers tag. Sure. And I see there's no likes on it. There's no anything. I'm like, this dude thinks he's trying to make a difference or he's trying to like catch people. But it's yeah. like, bro, can't you do something better with your time? Like, can't you watch a Netflix series? Can't you like jerk off? Can't you like color in a book or something? Like, why is this your toxicness of just focusing yeah. on this? Like, what the fuck? There's 24 hours in the day. Everyone has 24 hours. You're yeah. spent, apparently my cat disagrees with that. Uh, <laughs> but like, that's the, that's the weird thing about social media. And then once you like get drugged into that, it's like, uh, I've unfollowed like 500 people on my Instagram the past like week and a half and I've not lost any followers. So I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. And it's just about creating a more positive surrounding. Yeah. Cause it's like that negativity fucking. I was sits always consumed. Like people would all like their biggest thing was I'm fat. Like that's their biggest thing. And I used to get so like in my brain about it. And like, mm -hmm. I suffer from mental illness. So like, I take that one, there could be a million nice things, but that yep. one thing I'm looking at and I would be like, fuck. But now it's like, if, you, if someone will say something negative and I'll like block them immediately. Like yeah. I won't respond, I won't block, gone. I don't need to see you anymore. But then when and the I, best like, part is they think they won. They think being blocked is like, oh, I really got to them. It's like, no, you're yelling into a void. Your opinion doesn't matter so much that you're blocked. I blocked this one person because he was being creepy and then he made another account and I blocked it. He made another account and blocked it and then started DMing Kirk to get Kirk to tell me to unblock him. <laughs> it was so weird. It was so weird. What effort. I, but, I commend it. Um, but uh, I just, now it's like people always are like, you never respond to like your comments and stuff like that. I'm like, because I, there's probably something I don't want to see smart right so it's like if i don't look i don't know mm. but then i do feel bad because there's like a bunch of people that do support me and i'm like i don't ever want to ignore them yeah so i will respond but then someone will do something like gross and then or like say something gross and then i won't respond I'm like you never respond to people i'm like well then don't say something gross yeah or like i'll say something stupid <laughs> then i'll respond so kurt how did you find like a wrestling school like how did you get into that Ooh. Ooh, baby. Um, how the fuck did I do it? I finished high school. Oh, my, what are you doing? No, <laughs> you're right I'm right I'm right Yeah, but I forgot. She's I'm got, so like, annoying. Super close. And I'm wearing my contacts, and they're still horrible. So <laughs> I... Which should be a thing. I should but, um, I finished high school. Obviously, I... No, I finished college, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm going to go do construction or some shit, right? Mm -hmm. And for oh, some you. reason, I never even 
I watch wrestling all the time. I watch documentaries. I just go into wrestling school and whatever. It's just like I never even once thought about myself going to wrestling school. Weird. I, it's like it's. I don't even know how to explain it. Like I never thought there was a possibility. Yet I'm seeing people do it. Like I almost yeah. separated like norms and like, yeah. I don't know. It's just like it, I never it never crossed my consciousness. And then one day I just like I looked up wrestling school on Google. Because I was just like, I'm going to start working, and I have nothing else really going on. I love wrestling. watch every fucking day. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to type in wrestling school. First wrestling school popped up. Seemed reputable uh, as far as, like, uh, reviews and, like, how the website was. Which and that's up, with Squared Circle, right? Squared Circle, yeah. I was just about to ask So it's like I didn't even, like, go through a lot of, like, Oops! Like trying to figure it out at all. I just yeah. I did wrestling. Wrestling school, to, like Toronto, I guess was like gonna be the closest or whatever, and then uh, went there. Yeah, so no, no crazy story and as far were, as finding it. But were you always like a jacked dude? Also, oh, oh much then. You sure it wasn't a uh, dad bod? Okay. No, 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 cause, no, because no, 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 you, you, you and Greed were you on. You and did a live, and I was in it. Yeah. And you guys mentioned dad bods. However, <laughs> what my interpretation of dad bod is and what I guess society thinks are so different. So I was like, Kirk, like, no offense, but he doesn't have abs. So he has a dad bod. But I didn't realize. So I said to Kirk, I'm like, yeah, I was in the chat, like, saying how much I love Ooh. your dad bod. Kirk's like, I don't have a dad bod. Like, yeah, I do. So and we got into like, it's like not we didn't get an argument. Well, I think just, even Green, I think Green even replied with what? He what did. The fuck? Kirk he's like, Kirk, he's like, Kirk, Kirk was, he's like, sometimes Kirk was like the best shaped guy in the locker room. Yes, but still it, but probably. I, I was like, I just interpreted dad bod as like not having abs. Like you're still huge, but not having abs. But then I was like, look, and I'm like showing pictures of like dad bod. It's like Channing Tatum, just like a little bit chunkier. Mm -hmm. And Kirk's like, that's not a dad bod. I'm like, it, it is. I get what she came from. So, I was just yeah. using it as a fucking joke. It was joke. just like funny. That I, was, like, I was in the, but I full on was like, Kirk has a dad bod. Like dad bods rock. And then yeah. Greed's like, no, he doesn't. Absolutely wild comment. <laughs> Because uh, I would anyway, put go it, back to saying how Jack though. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Steph, when you mentioned the whole like uh, your body image is uh, kind of related to your mental health, like yeah. I have a weird relationship with food that like comes down to just like my family. It's pretty much my mom and me are bigger ends of the family where it's, but it is the the dad bod and my mom, uh, my sister just being like a little chubbier. And I, so I relate to uh, whenever anyone that it's not so much fans, but I'm, I'm not sure if I've heard specific wrestlers, but I know it's like a complaint that some could use where they're like, well, why is Holden in that position? I'm not, I'm in better shape than he is. And it's never me that says this. It's everyone else. Cause they don't have yeah. the balls to tell me to my fucking face. Right. Uh, and it's them go, oh, well. When was the last show you went to that you weren't booked on? Oh, uh, well, like, okay, when was the last time you went to training every day of the week? Oh, when was the last time you did all this? It's like, that's why Brendan is where he is because of all the time that he puts in. It's not just at the gym and showing up for a booking. It's every yeah. single fucking moment thinking about wrestling. So then when I, when I look at Kirk, I'm like, oh, he's the dude that goes into wrestling school already in uh, pretty good shape. That's like... Yeah. 
yeah, that doesn't happen on the indies and such, where it's like, especially you're almost a stereotypical. I know, like, the jokes was always, like, leg day and stuff. But, like, you yeah. were the stereotypical, it's, it's an upper body business, and you yeah. look like a fucking, you look like you were the dude that's, okay, you're going to get a tryout and get signed or whatever when that happens. And you're just on the indies to do it, not so much in that grind. So it's like, were you always pretty jacked before, like, in high school or college? No, not at all. <laughs> um, it's like, even when I got into, like, you can go if you want. But I don't want to get him going. They get up, they get up. That's fine. I'm going to the bathroom. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Except on her back. She got everyone up. Um, but, <laughs> but um, was I always jacked? Absolutely not. Um, even when I got into wrestling, I was in shape. But yeah. I wouldn't consider myself Jack by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I still, obviously, I joke with her about the dad bod situation. But, uh, yeah, like, I don't have abs, whatever. But I'm like, my shoulders, my chest, arms. You're a Jack. beefy dude. So, you don't need the abs. You, you yeah. make up for the abs. Of course. And that's always been, like, the wrestler that yeah. I, like, looked up to. And it sounded like, fuck out. I just, like, yes, Goldberg was jacked and had abs and shit, but I was traps on my thing. Well, you're um, a bulldog guy. But, like, it makes a sense. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I didn't start even working out until after college, to be honest. I was always, like, what's the word? Husky. Yeah. I was always the husky guy in like, high school. Never. Like, chubby. Fat, chubby, husky, sense, yeah. Chubby husky, because I'm like still a big guy. Like, I was like 240 in high school. Yeah. Um, but no working out, so like no muscle on me. Just like a 240. <laughs> now I'm a Um Did you play any sports? I played football. Okay, I, I was gonna assume. Guard. Okay. So that is a fat man's position. Yeah. <laughs> um, I played rugby, which I was a prop, and. That's also like kind of a fact that position, even though rugby is a very like run oriented sport. Um, I didn't run a lot, so I get yelled at a lot by the coach. But yeah, uh, I didn't work out until after high school, after college, because my brother got super into working out. I was gonna ask, it's like he's like a bodybuilder, right? He's not. <laughs> he's watching. No. Um, <laughs> reaction. No, he's definitely shredded to fuck. But yeah. Yeah, he takes like he's he's like the guy that like weighs his weighs his meals and like he's like a person like he works at a gym, runs a gym. Person, mm. he's gym obsessed. So yes, he his body uh, is in correlation to that. Um, but since he started working out in high school, yeah, um, just like seeing him progress and stuff like that. I think I went with him once. And funny enough, I was doing squats. And I guess there's a way to do squats on the machine where you, like, I looked out to the gym, which is, like, a weird way to do it. Yeah. On the squat rack. I didn't know better. And is he that you supposed to look at the mirror? You're supposed to look at the mirror. I looked out at, like, the gym floor. This is Coco, by the way. Coco's making an appearance. There she is. Oh. Hello, Coco. She's um, Rocky's mom. Oh. That's it. That's the end of the story. <laughs> but yeah, so like he laughed at me, and that was the last time for the gym for a while, a couple of years. 
and then he would progress and then just being in the same household with him and seeing him make progressions and stuff i just decided and being a fan of bulldog and yeah goldberg and brock lesnar and da 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 I'm like, fuck, I do want to be like that. Might as well fucking do something to that. To that extent. And I am a fan of Yokozuna <laughs> and Fishi, and that is why I look like this. <laughs> I'm a big Mick Foley fan, so that explains the way I wrestle and the way I look. <laughs> well, I don't want to say look, No, the way you wrestle, but... <laughs> for sure. I'm like, I'm agreeing. I'm like, no, you don't look not... I'm a huskier dude. I, when you put up that prop in for your uh, for your bicep pose, I was like, yeah, there's only a few good photos of me, like, in an action shot where, like, I look like I got good biceps and stuff, and that's just because the flab is getting pushed back at that moment. <laughs> yeah. there, there's one of me getting eliminated in a rumble, like, in Chicago, and I'm holding on to the ropes. Oh. Thanks for joining. It just looks like I'm flexing, and I have, like, almost like a Scott Steiner, like, fucking like genetic freak going yeah. on yo I, I think i shared that every week for like six months <laughs> <laughs> so I, I remember posting the one like that and people would be like whoa you're so jacked and i'm like yeah <laughs> and then i'm like but no hey that's social media though like when you when you realize what you see is not reality it makes it yeah. a little bit easier to digest stuff like i remember i would listen to advice from like self-help podcasts or whatever it's like there's too many fake attractive people on social media you need to stop following models and athletes and stuff i'm like all of my friends are very attractive i can't not see this all the fucking time yeah. mm -hmm. so what does uh the future hold for you guys do you guys have any either relationship goals or personal goals going because you guys are still young so what's uh what's well, on I the <laughs> no you're you're not i consider you young until you're like 42 yeah, yeah. or you look like you're 42 because someone could be like 55 and look younger than me 100 like, yeah Ugh. yeah so so what do you have on your uh plates going on like do you guys i don't know if you own a house or whatever or if you guys want to have kids on purpose yeah, I mean, divorce is pretty cool. <laughs> Two years. It's like tired. It's like tired. You have to you have to rotate them every so often. Yeah. So. I think that's gonna be the route we go. Yeah. She keeps no. up. The, she keeps up his dad bod progress. Uh, <laughs> for sure. Find someone that appreciates me. But um. I mean. Kids. No. It, well, it's like I. I don't think so. I did want them, and then now that I'm like, I'm like, I can do, like, I can do what I want, you know? Like, yeah. I want to go, like, I want to travel. Like, I've always been really <laughs> into traveling. Like, growing up, my brother played, like, very competitive hockey, and mm. I did competitive lacrosse. So, we were always out of the house for tournaments, and I loved it. And my parents are really big into traveling. So, I obviously got into, we got into traveling, and... I miss, I just want to travel the world. Like my, I have lots of family in the Netherlands and I want to go there. And I it's just, families in Austria. and I just want to go to Disneyland, but like be for, but for me, you know, like when I tell people that they're like, well, you could have kids and bring them to Disneyland. I'm no, like, yeah, but then no. they're annoying all, little shits. Yeah. And I can't like, I want to go, Your reaction? No. I want to go to Hogwarts in Orlando. Yeah. And like, yeah. if I have kids 
I can't be a kid, you know? I totally understand that. Like, I, yeah. I understand, like, children could bring joy or whatever. But anytime I mention having children, my when you realize, like, subconsciously what your words are saying is secretly what you feel inside. Yeah. Every time I mention, like, oh, so, like, all of us without having children, we can literally, like, if this wasn't a pandemic world and it's like whatever yeah. unlimited savings account if we won the lottery yeah. it's like oh i could pick up my bags and go wherever the fuck i want tomorrow if you have yeah. children it's gonna take a little more effort and yeah i bring up i always bring up the fact that if you have a child before you're like 24 and that was the polite way to say it because i normally say well if you accidentally have a child before you're 25 mm -hmm. and i'm just like ooh. Uh, and it's like, you have to dedicate the next 18 years of your life, unless you're a yeah. shitty person, to that child. But on mm -hmm. the flip side, it's, we're all young enough that, like, people are having kids in their 40s or their 50s. That's like, yeah. that's where it, you would mean more to it instead of losing your youth, where right now all of us can, if we want to run a marathon in six months, we could put in the work to run that marathon in six months. Yes, we could. I'm saying putting in the work. But, like, if you have a child like you can't put in the work and the effort as much as you could maybe you could run a marathon in a year or a year and a half right. but like you have to worry about that kid going to school and like even if we want whatever different job we can because like for my job i start at 2 a.m normally for days so it's like 2 to 10 a.m where it's like if i had a kid like they would have to go to school at some point during that time period yeah. so like i totally understand that not having the baggage of a child yeah, and I mean, like, me growing up, my mom worked days, my dad worked midnights, and it was, like, a good kind of balance, because someone was always home, but it's, mm -hmm. like, I work midnights now, and how, if you even dare to wake me up at any point, hell no. <laughs> another thing that I have, and I've talked to Lacey, like, Lacey Evans about it, um, I have severe depression, and I'm suicidal, and so... I can't have a child because I, I won't be able to commit the time because yeah. I have to do, I have to commit time to me mm -hmm. and I don't want to have a kid and then be sad. And then he has to pick up where I'm left, like, and then my child's losing that like bonding time. They're losing their precious child time because they're mm -hmm. looking after mom and stuff. And it's just like, once that, like if that ever goes away or if I can maybe, but I love that like a couple of my friends have kids and I'm like before the pandemic or like three days before the pandemic, like the borders closed. I said, I called my dad up. I said, you want to go to Buffalo for a Rangers game? Like, let's go Friday. And he's like, yeah, let's go. And yep. we were about to go and then they postponed it. But I like that. I can just be like, Hey, Kirk, you want to go to New York? Let's go next weekend. <laughs> Cause yep. we've done that. Right. Like we've literally my friend, before she had kids was like, do you want to go to Ohio to get McDonald's pizza? And I was like, yes, but let's just go to New York instead. And then that weekend we went to New York for three days. And I loved that I could do that. Yeah. Bobby B said every, uh, sorry, uh, Bobby B said, uh, everything you just said took him $150 an hour to find <laughs> out. I'm guessing through therapy. Yeah. So yeah. what about uh, what about you, Kirk? Do you have any unfinished uh, accomplishments or is it traveling to see family? Like what's your version of Disney World? I want him to get back into wrestling. <laughs> so bad. It's like, just to piggyback off her oh, yeah. initial comments, <laughs> though, it's just like, 
I'm down to travel wherever. Like, I'm also yeah. a very content homebody, so I don't need to do anything. Yeah. yeah. But because, like, but I also understand how like great the world can be in different places. Can well, be. I will say, I as I'm a homebody too. It's like I will travel. With, I don't want to talk to people. Like I don't like people. Yeah. So him and I travel. Like I don't want to go places and, like talk to people. But I'm also mm-hmm. lazy as shit, so yeah. it's like I don't well, want it. And he so hates I was, flying. <laughs> I was going to mention hate it, annoyed it, by it. <laughs> it's the partnership that like you choose to surround yourself with, Kirk. Where it's. Saber is a homebody. Like right now, he's fucking making like hot sauces. He's brewing so coffee. Much. Like he's doing everything right now. But also, he's the guy that wants to live in a van and go around. Where, <laughs> like, it's not that you're not so adventurous, Kirk. It's like no, you're a good co-pilot. Like you want to go along with it. But like, if you don't have to, you don't have That's to. And I, I'm totally on board with that. Mm-hmm. I also want to run like a dog sanctuary. Like I just want to adopt all the dogs. And give them a good life. <laughs> okay, let's. But talk I want about... to, ad- but I want to adopt senior dogs, like rescue mm-hmm. them and give them like what I can for the rest of their life. You think that's gonna be great for your mental health though? Just constantly having dogs that are like three years yeah. to death. Or it's gonna. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, trust me. I like quite. She knows. She's aware of it. But I'm like, it's commendable, and I definitely get where she's coming from because no one wants a senior dog. Yeah. So I'm like. I, maybe there's a callus you eventually develop but to I, an extent. You're still yeah. going to cry probably every time. Yeah. But. But, and I work at a vet's office, so I've had to unfortunately like put animals down and be there. And I, you know, it never gets easy. And I think it'll always be hard. But I think even like with like Coco, like once we did get Rocky from a breeder, and then <laughs> with Coco, they're like, oh, she's too old to be breeding now, so we have to give her up to somewhere. (laughs) So we took her, and I'm just like, if I can give her the, like, the lot, like, she had to be pregnant for years, so now I just want to get, she wants all of the snacks that dogs like, I'm not going to say the word, because she'll go crazy. Um, (laughs) She can have, like, I just, so in my brain, I'm like, if I adopt a senior dog, like, I'm already in the mindset that I know what's going to happen. Yeah. But, it makes me happy that they can have like a final great three years or something like that. That's great. That's I, I'm always I'm now no realizing with, <laughs> with the more stuff I read, the more I realize how if you have some sort of purpose or hobby that is outside of you and it involves like more than that. And that's because especially in pro wrestling, I think a lot of wrestlers don't care about they're either their local scene or like to create a difference for the future generations because I'm a weird beast. I don't think that I I would get a contract because I don't want to fall out of love with wrestling. All of my favorite wrestlers have either quit the WWE or had neck surgeries. And I'm I'm on my way possibly towards one of those soon. So I uh <laughs> I I'm Sometimes. not realizing a lot of people, at least in the wrestling scene, of their they're independently focused and it's not a bad thing, but they are like, okay, if I do this and then I go here and then I go here where they're not. And I posted on my Instagram story. I'm like, maybe I care so much about Ontario being a better place, especially for the younger guys, because I don't see a reason for me to leave in 10 years where it's everyone else is like, Oh, well, like I'm trying to get to the super indie so I can get signed to NXC so I can do this where it's like, but those are also the people that don't have the happiest home lives because they're running away from that and they're not committing to it and stuff. Like, I'm 
a little part of me because like even Kirk when you were saying it earlier about Steph being like your second girlfriend like it's that little self-doubt because it's not a normal thing to say but also you now have that time and effort to put into it instead of having a lot of these stories and wrestling coming out can be labeled as it was a bad relationship experience and if you don't have so many yeah if you don't have so many relationship every fucking story pretty much literally so every time it's like well i don't have any relationship experiences which means i don't have any bad ones but then my mind like oh i missed out on this and this so that whole like having a greater like purpose especially specific into senior dogs like that's very commendable and like you guys being that perfect match for each other of you can't have two just like 110 percent because someone's going to get burnt out and it's not going to be carrying that load where having that someone's constantly at 90 and someone's at 20 you equal 110 and it brings you up and stuff so like i love that you guys as a couple are like that especially Kurt's like anxiety and little things of self-doubt that keep creeping up. It's like, that's hilarious to me. And uh, if you do come back to wrestling, Kirk, I, I will book you for at least one show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I okay. want it so bad. <laughs> no, I, it's, uh, I'm not going to say anything drastic at this oh. juncture. <laughs> this is an announcement. No, um, hey, for the no. record, like, there's no, like, wrestling's on pause right now anyways. Yeah. No, yeah. The pandemic's gone on long enough that there's one dude I know that has retired and returned three different times <laughs> during the pandemic. Yeah. And not even on purpose. I think he, he yeah. was, like, a 20-year-old kid and just went, I'm done with this. I'm going to focus on my family. A month later, he's like, I'm back to wrestling, but there's no shows happening. So it's like, what yeah. the fuck are you back to? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It's That's like, amazing. yeah, um, not that there's a good chance I can come <laughs> back to wrestling because I just do enjoy it so much. I watch it, like I said, I watched it every day back then. I literally watch it every day now. I'm fully obsessed with it. So it's like, it kills me. I'm always mm-hmm. thinking about matches. Like when I was wrestling, it's like you yeah. watch matches throughout the week and you'd be putting spots together. Well, I mean, that. even in like be like being Still a partner, it. it's like he'll like. I remember even I think maybe just a year ago, he was watching something. He's like, I could do that, and like he was like mentally yeah. making up like a match, and I was like, you love this shit, like go back, <laughs> like do it. Why not? I've even sent Saber shit that yeah tag shit. Well, like I was gonna say ago. I was gonna say you. Uh, it was like a tag thing. You're like if Saber does it, but I don't want to say that in case like yeah. you didn't want to be back with him. So but that's know, how your brain works. You're just, you're yeah. in those rhythms, and you're like, oh wait, if I do, th- I'm randomly at work sometimes. And I just like see something, or I see like someone shake hands. I'm like, oh well, like if the momentum. He- oh shit! Yeah. And then I go, I I can either write this down or whatever, but I'm gonna forget it whenever wrestling comes back. So like it's that never turns off and like can i ask was there a specific because i joke that i wrestle the way i wrestle because i want a doctor to tell me you're not able to wrestle anymore so that the decision's out of my hands for someone that did leave was i i kind of know like concussions were an issue but like was it specifically that yeah it was self-diagnosed concussions Mm. I i was having headaches like a lot um yeah. every week. even after the match like after a match he would be in the car and he'd be like i need my like it was like advil's like candy right like it was just mm. he had to take it 
paint me like a goddamn <laughs> drug addict. Drug addict. <laughs> but it was Advil, like- Advil, calm down. <laughs> I understand, but um, <laughs> no, it'd be like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday after a weekend, I'd have a headache. Not constant, but like they'd be yeah. like more yeah. than normal, like I've never experienced before. And it's like three days, like fuck this. And then Thursday, Friday, they go away, and then I get them again on the weekend. So I was kind of just like, Ugh. and to be honest, I wrestled reckless. I didn't put my hands up. Like I never trained myself to put my hands up. Yeah, Fully admit, I, I get it for that. He I, wanted the Grim Reaper to tell him he can't wrestle anymore. So I take kicks. <laughs> like I just take. I I like that hard hitting style. Yeah. Um, real wish kind of style. So yeah, I was just. Uh, bad with my own health <laughs> and that i kind of just was sick of the headaches so i just figured it was best to do that hearing about cte whatever blah 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 so, but, so does making it the fact that like you didn't even like think of that you could be a wrestler and you didn't look for a wrestling school until so much later than other people would did it kind of make the decision easier for you of like okay this is affecting my day-to-day life this is affecting my health that for some people, they have those feelings, but they're so driven that I yeah. need to main event WrestleMania or I need to get signed. For that sure. Because you didn't have that mindset completely, was it easier for you to make that call for yourself? That's a great insight. Have I thought like that before? No. So you may be right with that. <laughs> uh, maybe subconsciously I thought like that, but to be fairly honest, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I did one... I love wrestling, but I hate traveling. Like, we kind of, like, a little bit. Like, I hate the long drive. I know I see you. I see we Like, I'm seeing all of you, especially with the pandemic. I can't wait to be in a car for 10 hours. Like, I can't wait to be back to wrestling. I'm like, I get the wrestling part. Yeah. The fuck traveling, I absolutely hate. So, it's like, that kind of did make it easier. Um, Obviously, I don't want headaches anymore. So, (laughs) I'd stop getting headaches. That made it easier. Yeah. Hated driving so fucking much. Especially that, Saber. Those, Saber those is two. Saber's the dude that will like, yo, we got a show that's 13 hours away, and then we got another show that's here again, where it's like, oh. well, why don't we just not go to that show that's 13 hours away? Why don't we just wait till Fringe on Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> Listening to his stories where he's like, oh yeah, like we went to Chicago and then back within like we left we came back like yeah we all we did four shows in 24 hours and i'm like how are you alive like what (laughs) but you did mention six and i will give him credit he's a phenomenal yeah Yeah. like being his tag partner like he's phenomenal at like taking the wheel for like a long period of time so i'll give him like props to that but still like being in a car regardless driving or not I hate driving. I hate being a passenger in a car because I get severe car sickness. I don't know what to do when I'm not driving. I'm I'm that dude that I'm just like, I'm now just in the passenger seat. I'm like, I I don't know. And then I normally don't trust the people that do end up driving. Especially if it's like, (laughs) yeah. If it's like my van, especially. It was Vertigo this one time that we had a show. We had C4 in Ottawa. And I worked before we left. So... And my match didn't even start till after midnight. This was literally my thought process. I'm sitting in the fucking corner. I made my entrance and like Kevin Black was coming out and I'm just doing the math in my head. I'm like, 
I woke up at 11.30. I went, or I left my house at 11.30 to go to the gym to do the stairs for an hour. And then I worked from 1.30 until 10. And I'm having this, I'm like, I've been awake for 25 hours. I'm looking around and I have the wolf mask on. No one knows this is in my head. And I'm just like, I might die in this match. Like, I don't know. I might be exhausted. I don't even know. I'm like, okay, well, let's wrestle. And then afterwards, Vertigo said he would drive. And Vertigo has the worst anxiety of anyone I've ever met in my life. And we we pull over. I, I find, like, an a and I'm like, okay, I'll drive to the a We can get food, and then we can switch drivers. I'm like, okay. And then I, I smoked a little bit of weed out of my pipe to, like, try to get me to go to sleep or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I do that. I'm sitting in the passenger seat. Vertigo sits down in the driver's seat and goes, oh, this is higher than I expected. And I just looked over at him, and I'm like, and he's like, okay, uh, where's the shift? Like, how do we go? I'm like, hold on one second. I went, I, I went outside. I packed a whole joint. I'm like, I'm getting knocked the fuck out. There's no way I'm going to, like, be able <laughs> like, to survive with this guy. Us. Yeah. So like, I just... Okay, whatever. <laughs> yep. I, I enjoyed it, went to sleep, and luckily survived. And then the funny yeah. thing was there, there was a snowstorm maybe a few weeks later, and I was driving to Crossbody, and Vertigo was in the passenger seat, and the roads are all shitty and he he even thanks me he's like oh man like thanks for driving i'm like i don't think i'd be able to handle this and then just the fuck with his anxiety because i'm a little bit of an asshole i just Mm -hmm. look at him i go yeah the roads are scary and i'm a little high right now and that dude just got so crazy i i was sober he literally Mm -hmm. grabbed the bar on the roof and just what i'm like nah i'm just fucking with you that's funny that's funny that's good. Uh, is, is there a specific, uh, I know like Steph has Hogwarts and Disney and family. Is there a specific thing that like you have of somewhere you want to visit or something you want to do? I've always been like, not really, no. Um, <laughs> but if I had to choose somewhere. He loves to set goals. Uh, <laughs> Japan. I love Ooh. just like the atmosphere there. The only thing that holds, like, I love the wrestling as well. Like, I love, I just love Japan. Like, like I love Japanese video game. Like, just something about that. Or like you're yeah. watching, and it's just like big flashing ladder. Like, I don't know. There's something probably something nostalgic that's just like hitting me. Um, but I don't like the food, so I don't know. I'm a very hey. They got they got TGIF over there. They got American food. You can sure. enjoy the sights and sounds and not have sure. to eat the delicacy. And that is a long fight. So yeah, maybe. I am reading the comments. Um, This one guy said he was a ref for 20 years, and that's amazing. I am reading it. I just don't want to interrupt people. True. (laughs) No worries. (laughs) But as far as that, not not really. Japan, maybe, just for... But I'll I'll just uh, accompany her. Like, Hogwarts (laughs) sounds dope as shit. Um, Yeah. And, like, travel to see your family and stuff. Or, like, where they... Well, I don't know. Not your family. Where they came from, I guess. I guess. Interests me slightly, but not enough to really like. Yeah, I'm on the same page as you. Pumped for like, it. Yeah, I. If I could tra- transport there, like uh, if yeah. that was a thing, I'd just be like, okay, that's dope. But there's a lot that goes into it that doesn't get me excited. So yeah, I I was never a travel guy. I literally didn't have a passport <laughs> until two months before I got my green light to wrestle, and it's just like I've only ever traveled for wrestling and. If I was going to travel somewhere, and I did kind of have it in the books at one point, and it was, I just wanted to go to Vegas to go watch a bunch of magic shows. So, like. I love Vegas. 
So uh, is there anything uh, that you want to leave anyone with uh, and then also promote your social medias, all of your shadow banned Instagram accounts? Uh, is there anything, though, for if anyone listens to this of just like leave the world a better place, some positivity bullshit or whatever that helps you guys get through it? And a song, one of your favorite songs. It could be one each or maybe it's like a wedding song or something. We didn't even have a first dance at our wedding. <laughs> Um, Jesus my Christ. inspiration quote is, um, animals are better than people. I'll just Bobby B that. did put doggos greater than people earlier in yeah. the chat. So yeah, yeah. that's my, it's my TikTok bio too. <laughs> um, just cause I post a lot of animal videos on there. So yeah, that's about it. I don't, I don't know. And my, Ooh, my favorite song. I don't have like a favorite song cause it changes. Or like a song that'll pump you up. Like I, weirdly enough, like the Pokemon theme song, like that's a good song for me that I was in one of my morning playlists uh, for a while. One that used to, I have two that when I played lacrosse, as soon as I put it in my head, I was like ready for game time. One's like, people are going to laugh at, but it's so serious to me. And the other one's very serious. One, the Mortal Kombat song. Like, oh, theme song. I was going to say that too. Um, like the dance mix um, remix? No, like oh, the actual one, the actual one. Okay. Um, and this one is funny because you'll get the reference in my wrestling. Uh, oh, and Bing Bong, yes, <laughs> Bing Bong. Um, I'm not remembering what it's actually called. <laughs> Closer by Halsey. Okay. That's the song. It's a it, it's a joke between me and my best friend, but it, we call it the Bing Bong song. Um, <laughs> but when I played lacrosse. This song used to pump me up. Like, I would play it on repeat, and it was Tatanga's theme song. <laughs> it was always on, like, always had to be on. It got me so pumped. But then people are like, you're listening to it because you're playing lacrosse. And I'm like, no, I like it because I like him. And I like the same song. But those are my two. Yeah. Oh, thinking when I'm at the gym now yeah. to go wrestling. Nation of Domination. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yes. Jacked up. I just, it's almost like I feel like I, I get like big, like I just walk around like a dick, I guess, after. You you Is feel like you're security. You feel like you're in the oh. army or something when that plays. It's oh, my just, God. Billy Gunn's Ass Man song. Classic. Um, Classic. Yeah. It just makes me feel like such a badass, even though I'm not. He's wearing so, a Dilo <laughs> shirt under his sweater. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing a Dilo shirt. Um, but, yeah. And then... Lately at the gym, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Disney songs. <laughs> so, there's like a Moana song that The Rock sings. I don't, I'm not good with titles. Um, there's some Frozen shit in there, which some people might understand. But yeah, um, right now I'm on like a pretty heavy Disney. Can't wait to be King by Lion King. Oh, I, I just remember, go. I'm like, just like going through Disney songs when I'm at the yeah. gym, and for whatever reason, it gets me pumped up. It's so funny because he'll like. I remember once, he, like, we were listening to it in the car, and Miley Cyrus is like, The climb came on, and Kirk's like, Oh, I used to listen to this in the gym. I'm like, How? How? Yeah, there's no real <laughs> like, correlation. No, like, I need to, I need like a pump, like, I need jet, like, I need fast, I need uh, energy. I'm like, Slow songs just don't kind of do it for me. It just, <laughs> I guess, when I first listened to it, it gave me like a particular feeling, and then I just, yeah. it just catches on, and then it's so catchy. I don't know why. I just I, enjoy the song, which think, makes me happy, uh, which makes me happy to work out. I don't know. It, it weird. I understand any music for the gym. What weirds me out is, uh, like, 
I think Josh Alexander is one of the guys that listens to audiobooks and podcasts when he's at the gym. I do that too, though. See, I, that's the thing that I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah. He always listens to podcasts. It's almost like, camp. technically, I guess to go along with either the podcast or Disney, because technically Disney's not like in a, uh, a get you jacked up kind of music. But it's still music. I'm already jacked up for the gym. Okay. So that maybe. Can't in a really. Sense. So, uh,. Yeah, that's probably why I'm just, I'm content with I have a podcast. podcast story. Okay. So if Mackenzie's still in the chat, she'll, she was there. We <laughs> were going to New York and we went with my best friend Mackenzie and her husband Brandon. And we, I get car sick, so I have to sleep for most of it. And Kirk was like, and Brandon was playing his switch and Mackenzie was just probably vibing. And um, <coughs> he put on a podcast just to like listen to and like we're all kind of like looking like he didn't ask us like hey do you want to listen to this podcast he just put one on Mackenzie's typing so we're getting closer to New York and he turns it off but at this point we were all so invested <laughs> we're like wait what happened what happens next and then Kirk's like oh you guys don't want to listen to it I'm like yeah. but he had it playing for so I, long I just wasn't feeling the conversation that was, he so just, just turned it off mid-conversation we're like wait no 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 you can't take it up. we need to know what happens <laughs> And we never did. Because <laughs> I was driving, so. I totally got oh, that curse. Did you see that comment? Canes, yeah. I am the biggest, I'm going to claim myself as the biggest Kane fan in the entire freaking world. It's. I love him. I wanted to marry him. She finds him a try, which is weird as fuck, but. Like, <laughs> Bryanson. So. But um, I just have a thing for tall, big, bald men, apparently. <laughs> Okay. Ugly But I love Kane so much. Like it was like a thing where like I'm pretty sure my parents were like, she's gonna marry like a serial killer or something. Cause I was like <laughs> I was so obsessed. He bought me like we collect pop funkos, but mm -hmm. like out of control like we probably have three hundred of them, maybe yep. more. Mm -hmm. And he and WWE shop always sends me like the cane stuff. They sent me a cane they sent me a cane mask because they saw yeah. masks. And I did like my makeup. Yeah, you did like the makeup it. with the face mask too, right? Yeah, and Stephanie McMahon liked and commented on it. And I was like, pay me. <laughs> I'm just kidding, don't. <laughs> but like I I'm so obsessed with that. Slow chemical romance, it will for always forever and always be on my playlist. Always. I like that you combine my yeah. chemical romance with the Kane's oh slow God, chemical there. Yes. <laughs> slow chemical. But she claims it to be hers, so it's But it's mine. mine. <laughs> yeah. I get to make the title. That's, that's the thing though. It's Kane was like underappreciated that I feel like if you go to anyone and you're like, Do you like Kane? Everyone's I'll gonna say yes. I think everyone. Like okay, Yeah, like our whole generation loves fucking Kane. I've not heard of one person go yeah. Fuck that dude. But it's also accompanied by just the stories of him being such a good guy in like, real yeah. life. I'm sure yes. But even like now, because like... Mm, we don't well, get into that. Oh, okay. His politics on. now are uh, very conservative. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But. but it's like I'll post the cave picture and people like me and my makeup and they'll be like, they'll yeah go political on me and i'm like i'm just here mm -hmm. for the makeup. Mm -hmm. so. I'm here for Kane, not Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, I just... He's my hero. <laughs> Give your uh, 
<laughs> give your plugs one more time and then uh i'll let you guys yeah. go and enjoy the rest of your night because i know this was the best live ever this Thanks, was, fun. was super fun yeah. yeah this was really fun i was so nervous like when you went live at like 9 15 i was like i had to pee a million times my palms were sweating i was so nervous <laughs> but now i'm like no this, this is this, this, yeah, this, yeah. this time next week it's just um, it's just a conversation that no we'll definitely the, if you're down we'll do it again for sure yeah i want to do it again but, if uh, you guys are ever in the chat i'll send you the invite for the open lines uh, portion of it because like it's Most, literally just a conversation that's all it is yeah. i i don't really interview no, i love it course, yeah. i love it um yeah. my plug is just to format with two h's with two h's because <laughs> someone stole the regular one every for the record every single fucking girl i feel like has like multiple letters of something in their social media but they'll just and be like oh it's this oh but it's three extra a's it's an extra yeah where it's like how like how is every female like that and also never have their last name on social media it's their first name and their middle name mine's not <laughs> because well i i i i initially like when i first made it i had my real last name like my nickname which has like my name in it and then when i start my instagram started to get really really big and we got married i'm like i'll just switch it to warmack because i took on his last name and not a lot of people know what it is because i have literally like my dad's initials the same as like my dad's name is steve and i'm stephanie and people would look up in the phone book like my old last name and see like a scheme mm. and then call my house to try and get to me so I'm like, if I keep it just Warmack, it's not a real thing. You, like, it's real to me, though. It's real. <laughs> but I'm like, well, you guys are the Warmacks to me. We're yeah. forever and always. I'm like, I when I went to change, <laughs> <laughs> when I went to go change my last name legally, they're like, what do you want your last name to be? It was so that Friends Phoebe moment where I'm like, I can change it to anything that I almost changed it to Warmack so I could be like a legal Warmack. <laughs> <laughs> then when we get divorced, she steals the name and then. I, but I said, well, but I said she rookie steamboats you. She rookie steamboats yeah. you. I literally was like, because then if we divorce, I'm going to trademark it. You can never use it. <laughs> oh no. Anyway, and then I'm at Kirk Warmer. Um, <laughs> and I am going to go to bed shortly because then I'm going to get up in five hours, watch WandaVision, and go to the gym. So, super and comfortable. I'm gonna go play Call of Duty because I work midnights and I do not switch my sports schedule, <laughs> my sleep schedule. <sighs> smart, smart. Have a great night, guys. Thank but you so much. For me. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for asking to be on. I'll talk to you guys soon. Stay okay, safe. Bye. bye. It makes it easier, easier to I invented sweat. Popping bottles, putting supermodels in the cab. Proof. I guess I got my swagger back. Truth. New watch alert. 
Hublos Or the big face Rolly, I got two of those Arm out the window through the city, I maneuver slow See my cut through the holes Damn easy, talking real reckless Stop man, I adopted him Now I'm about to make them tuck they whole summer in They say I'm crazy, but I'm about to go dumb again They ain't see me cause I pulled up in my other bins Last week I was in my other, other bins Throw your diamonds up, could we shoot fresh Looking like wealth, I'm about to call a paparazzi on myself uh. Live from the Mercer Run up on Yeezy the wrong way I might murk it Flee in the G450 I might surface Political refugee asylum can be purchased uh, Everything's for sale Got five passports I'm never going to jail I made Jesus walks I'm never going to hell Couture level flow is never going on sale Luxury rap The Hermes of verses Sophisticated ignorance Write my curses in cursive I get it custom You a customer You ain't custom to going through customs You ain't been nowhere huh? And all the Ladies in the house, got them showing out. I'm done, I hit you up, man. Nah. Welcome to Havana. Smoking Cubanos with Castro and Cabanas. Via Mexico. Cubano, Dominicano, all the plugs that I know. Driving Benzes with no benefits. Not bad, huh? For some immigrants. Build your fences, we digging tunnels. Can't you see we getting money up under you? Can't you see the private jets flying over you? Maybach bumper stickery, what we're overdue? Jay is chilling, yay is chilling. What more can I say? We killing them. Hold up before we end this campaign. As you can see, we done bodied the dailies. Let them accept the things they can't change. And pray that all of their pain be champagne.